Hi, I'm your host, Carmen. I'm a preschool teacher, a certified life coach, and an ADHDer who was diagnosed later in life. I am my own advocate, so I decided to create this podcast to help people cope with, learn about this complex neurodevelopmental disorder, and feel an authentic sense of connection in this community. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi friend, how are you doing? I am doing pretty good today and I'm super excited to talk to you about today's topic. Friendship, ADHD, and relationships (laughs) because they're hard. They're very, very difficult. So take a deep breath and let's get started. Hey ADHDer, I see you. If you'd like to take the strategies and tips that I share in this podcast further, head to my show notes and click the link to join Focused. It is the ADHD program for adults created by Kristen Carter who has ADHD herself. So the platforms are ADHD friendly and the transformations that I've made since I joined have been amazing. If you head to my show notes and use that link, not only do you save $50 in your first payment, but I get a credit to my account too. We all win. Go to my show notes now if you want more of these tips, strategies, and in-depth ways to manage your ADHD. You can also download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started making your own podcast to share your voice. All right, my friends, back to the show. Friendship is something that humans need especially when we have ADHD. We need connection. We crave it. We need relationships. Deep, meaningful relationships. Most people I have met, clients, friends, other ADHDers, my coaches, they don't feel complete without connection. Friendship is hard, but we do need it. There are a lot of reasons why it's hard to be friends with somebody who has ADHD, especially if you don't have a neurodiverse brain. If your brain is typically developing, it could be super hard to understand why ADHDers show up the way that they do in friendships and relationships. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And then at the end, there's a little bonus. I'm going to give you a few tips on making friends as an adult with ADHD because I have had trouble with this and I've made friends using these skills. So let's do this. Hey, listener, if you're enjoying this show, 
you should totally subscribe to it so that you can see when new episodes pop right up into your feed. In Spotify, if you go up at the top and hit click follow, it'll notify you every time there's a new episode. Then, really quick, as you're listening to this, right under the follow little um, bubble, there's a rating bubble. If you could just rate this podcast and give some feedback, possibly maybe answer the poll question that's underneath the podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I hope that you're enjoying whatever you're doing today or tonight. Have a great one. So, sometimes being friends with people who are neurodivergent with ADHD, anxiety, and other mental health disorders, they sometimes work out really well. They can go longer without talking, or they might talk all the time. They are spontaneous friendships, understanding, and they understand one another, and it's easy to talk about the things that they both experience. Now, before I get into this, I want to say that friendships and relationships that are made up of this typical brain and a neurodiverse brain can work too. It's just a bit more difficult and it takes some more work. And here's why. People who have ADHD are forgetful. So we may forget important dates. We might be late for all events, even if we plan them. Sometimes our time blindness can stop us from reaching out for a while, even for months. Um, let's see, it also impedes our ability to stop interrupting others when they are speaking, blurting out unrelated or inappropriate remarks at inappropriate times, forgetting important dates or events like birthdays or get-togethers, blowing up in anger at your friend or loved one, Monopolizing conversation, missing important details of certain conversations, changing topics randomly and frequently during conversation. Over time, friends and loved ones can become super frustrated with our behaviors of being inconsistent or flaky and not remembering the date we set to hang out, go to a party, or etc. Hi friend, are you looking for a little more support for your ADHD or something else in your life that's a big struggle? You are in luck. Head to the show notes to sign up for a free one-on-one coaching call with yours truly, me. Stay authentic friends and go sign up. But like I said before, all humans need and crave friendship and connection. But all humans also must meet a set of basic needs for themselves first. And then you're able to be ready to reciprocate that energy given in a relationship. For example, have you ever been 
or had a friend or significant other that was super needy or got mad if you weren't available for him or her at all times, anytime? Or have you ever loved, have, ever, have you ever had a loved one depend on you to fulfill their basic needs? So basically caring for them. Here's a clue. If you give more than you receive in a particular relationship, you may want to consider that relationship and how much you consider it. The only relationship where you should be giving and expecting nothing in return is with your children. Otherwise, these needs should be met by you and equally give and take in healthy relationships. These, this consists of acceptance, validation, trust, prioritization, affection, empathy, connection, security, autonomy, and space. Those things are all needed and you have to meet them for yourself first. Then you can go on reciprocating them with different tiers of friends. My tier one of friends has like three people in it. Three. My top number one people. That would be my love, my best friend of all time, who also has ADHD, her name is Becca, and my friend Kelly, who has generalized anxiety disorder like I do. So... See, I'm not saying that it only works between neurodivergent and neurodivergent brains because technically, my love, Tom, he doesn't have a neurodivergent brain. He does have a traumatic brain injury from being in the army and he has PTSD. But that's not necessarily a mental health condition he was born with. So his brain works differently than mine. Just like my brain works differently than Kelly's and even Becca's, even though we both have ADHD. Every brain is different. So some ways to improve and make friends as an adult with ADHD. Number one is meet those basic needs of acceptance, affection, autonomy, validation, empathy, space. Give these things to yourself. Trust yourself. Have a connection with yourself. Prioritize yourself. And make sure you feel secure with yourself. Do you feel safe with yourself? Emotionally safe. Work on understanding body language to help give your brain visual cues during a conversation. Keep a notebook with you to write down important notes, reminders, and dates. No, I'm not saying to pull it out in the middle of the conversation, but like afterwards. It's really not that weird to pull out a notebook or your phone and put a note or a reminder or a date into an app or write it into a notebook. It's really not that big of a deal. Like if you think people are going to think you're weird, like they probably won't even notice. Try it and I will bet you that they don't notice. And if they do, they might actually start using that idea. Count to five before talking to show your, to slow your nervous system down. So we tend to be hyperactive and impulsive and we want to jump into a conversation. Count to five first to slow your nervous system down and get your thoughts in place. 
The next one is really important for people with ADHD. Uh, the infamous Dr. Russell Barclay says that community is key for adults. That community, a like-minded community, so a community of ADHDers, like my community of Focused. Head to the show notes for $50 off of your first month if you want to try out getting into a community of ADHDers. It has definitely changed my life, and I've created several new relationships that are amazing. Be aware of the overshare. As ADHDers, we tend to ramble. So think of a specific topic before speaking or listen to the conversation before jumping into the conversation because conversations are two-way street. If you are doing most of the talking, it's not a conversation. (laughs) Try new things and be open-minded to make new friends. And lastly, be in the mindset to meet new people. So love yourself first because no one else can love you until you love yourself. I promise you that. That's all for now. Stay authentic, my friends.